Welcome to Breaking Free Authentically, the podcast where we explore what redefining relationships looks like through a sex-positive lens. Let's kick shame and guilt to the curb and really start living a sexy, authentic life. I'm passionate about normalizing out-of-the-box ways of designing relationships. There's nothing quite like finding your tribe and experiencing the freedom of being completely yourself without judgment. I'm your host, Kareen Bedard, your sex-positive relationship designer, and I'm here to guide you in creating the relationship you desire, whether that is a more open one or simply a more empowered one. Join me every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to enjoy the newest episode. Welcome back to Breaking Free Authentically. This is episode 56 of the Breaking Free Authentically podcast. And today we are in for a treat. My guest today is Misha White. I met her in the High Net Connect group that I am a part of. And she just was one of those people I connected to right away when we met. We were referred to each other and we just clicked so well. She's an Ayurvedic guide and she found that her love for life is helping people to find permanent life solutions for their lifestyle and nutrition. She believes in having it all, and through Ayurveda and ancient life science from India, she achieves this. Her passions are wine, of course, food, and health through food. Misha loves animals. She is sex positive, and she's part of the LGBTQ community. She's dedicated to the pleasure of life and living authentically without apology. Misha has broken free from the trap of conformity, and she is thrilled to talk with me today about her experience with the Breaking Free from Conformity eight-week program. She was my first beta tester of this program, and I am so thrilled to be able to just talk with her and and have her share her experience in the program because she can't stop talking about it. So I was like, well, why don't you come on the podcast and we can talk about it? So I just want to give you a little bit of background about the program and what we cover. So we talk in the program about the mono mindset and mono just means one, one one mindset. And in our society, we tend to have one mindset when it comes to relationships and marriage. That mindset tends to be monogamy only, although there's many other options. um, We are taught just things like marriage is a fairy tale and and we should live happily ever after and everything's going to be fine. And then we wonder why we struggle. We wonder why... We're not living happily ever after, and we don't understand what's wrong with us. So this course goes through the programming that we have had, the disempowering beliefs that we have been taught from the time we were children, and this is known as the mono mindset. So in the first week, we talk about understanding the mono mindset. In the second week, we talk about understanding the effects of the mono mindset on 
our psyche, on our bodies, um, the physical and psychological effects that it has on us, which are significant. Week three is the truth about depriving yourself sexually and emotionally and the impact that that has when you do deprive yourself. Week four is the first step in the breaking free method. So F for fantasize, understanding your desires and listening to your body. And we talk about letting go of shame and having no forbidden desires and emotions. Week five is R for release. And we talk about letting go of your mono mindset and how to do that. And we become very aware of what it is and how to let go of it and what the conditioning is telling us. Week six is E for embrace, embracing your emotional and sexual well-being. Week seven is empower, so the, the last E in free. And it's the mindset upgrade. And we talk about choice is freedom. Week eight, we talk about choosing your ultimate relationship design. At the end of the day, you get to decide what it is that works for you. And by the end of this course, you'll know yourself so well and you'll have the tools to stand up for what you want and what you desire without shame and guilt. What are your sexual desires? What are your preferences? How do you talk about that? How do you make decisions about that? How do you set boundaries around who you are and what you want? we learn that we no longer have to conform to what everyone else has told us. And it's such a beautiful process. So I'm going to let Misha tell you um, her experience and we'll talk through that a little bit. But I just want to give you a little bit of context of what we cover in this uh, eight-week program. And it's really hard to explain the just the magical tra- transformations that happen in this course. And you really have to Take it to believe it, but I think Misha um, does a great job of sharing just the impact that this program had on her. And I want the same for all of you because my passion is really for people to break free in an authentic way and be able to live your truth, live who you are, and be your best self. So let's get right into this. So we'll be right back right after this commercial. Do you feel like you've been sold a fairy tale when it comes to sex and love? Why isn't it working? Why am I not fulfilled or satisfied? Why do I have a deep longing for more? Maybe you've had some of these thoughts. Did you know it's not your fault? That's right. You've been brainwashed since childhood with disempowering beliefs about sex and relationships. This is known as the mono mindset. If you're tired of feeling stuck, you're ready for Breaking Free from Conformity, the eight-week program where you will learn how the mono mindset has set you up for failure in relationships, why you think of sex as wrong or taboo, why you judge yourself. You will finally learn how to have empowered relationships with confidence and success. Many of my clients have said, Corrine, I didn't know I had choices. I thought I needed a partner to feel complete. I thought I was supposed to suppress my desires to have a successful relationship. What if you could learn to love yourself and your desires without guilt? Well, you can. With Breaking Free from Conformity, the eight-week program, shifting the subconscious programming that is keeping you stuck. 
It's not your fault. You weren't given a choice. It's time to break free and start living your life. To register, go to offers.kareenbedard.com forward slash BFFC for breaking free from conformity. I can't wait for you to find ultimate freedom and create an empowered relationship for yourself. Please visit our website at www.breakingfreeauthentically.com and subscribe to our mailing list so you never miss an episode. Be sure to leave a review on Podchaser by clicking the link at the top of the page. That would mean the world to me. Finally, I'd love for you to join Breaking Free Authentically, our private sex-positive relationship community on Facebook. All the links will be posted in the show notes. Enjoy the show. Well, welcome back to Breaking Free Authentically. We are on episode 56, and as you can hear in my voice, I am sick, but that's not going to stop us from having an amazing episode with the fabulous and amazing Misha White. Misha, welcome. Thank you so much. What a welcome. Goodness me. Okay, that was lovely. I can come back for more of that. (laughs) Oh, anytime. I absolutely adore you, my love. And, um... I'm just so excited about what we're going to talk about today uh, because finally I have tested my my program and gone through the beta program a couple times almost now. So we're, we're almost um, halfway through the second beta testing group and I've heard nothing but great things. And so you are like one of my biggest fans um, after taking this program. And so I thought it would be great to come on and, well, have an excuse to just sit and chat with you in all the busyness, um, sure. but talk about the program. And you sent me such a beautiful testimonial. Thank you so much. I, I appreciate it. it. You're more than welcome because it was well-deserved. Well, so absolutely, absolutely no problem there whatsoever. Happy to sing long and loud about this wonderful <laughs> program. Well, lovely. So let's talk a little bit about it. But before that, I would love for you to tell us a little bit more about you and what it is that you do. I, you do a lot of amazing things. So don't leave any of those beautiful things out if you don't mind. Yeah. So I'm going to try and encapsulate this. Um, but yeah, I, I'm a busy little bee. I like to keep myself active. Um, and I have a lot of interests because everything these days now is derived from passion um, and exploration. Uh, but I started that path essentially a little while ago. So um, you could say, like, yeah, so about 10, 12 years ago, I started exploring spiritually because I had this, I've long had this notion that nature has everything that we need, that all the answers are there. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes maybe we don't understand the question or we miss the question, mm-hmm. but it's all possible. So I started investing in myself heavily uh, uh, between 10 and 12 years ago. And that led me to finding what is my current profession, which is um, uh, I'm about to diverse, diversify my income strings, shall we say it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but that led me to finding Ayurveda, where this ancient medicinal system um, provided me not only with returning my health to me, um, returning my responsibility of my own health to me, mm. and uh, the acceptance and the joy that that brings. 
Mm. Um, but it also brought me a way to help others and to show them that this is life is much more than what we have been given, what we were plated up mm-hmm. from birth actually has got nothing to do with what my life is, uh, what I understand life to be now. Mm. And I was kind of on that track before I started the program. So I've been working in Ayurveda now for the past eight years, helping people with their food mindsets, their nutrition intake and understanding Mm -hmm. for themselves personally, because Mm -hmm. Ayurveda only works on the individual. Um, Right the way through to lifestyle choices and the things that actually are really going to improve their health and the things that are going to tax more energy. Right. And so you need to understand what steps and measures to take so that that doesn't create an imbalance. Because mm-hmm. Ayurveda is not about deprivation. It's mm-hmm. about inclusion, gentle mm-hmm. inclusion and understanding that the key to long life, to to having health and to remaining young forever is really down to you and what you put into your, your body. Um, so that's a little bit of what I do. I also like to network. So I'm part of uh, our, well, how we actually met was through mm-hmm. the High Net Connect community, the business yeah. community. Um, I have recently, uh, very, very recently, uh, so four years ago, realized very late in life, I'm bisexual. So I'm also now, um, shall we say, a sexuality explorer. Is one of the other things I do. So this is a different type of networking for me. Uh, the the lifestyle brings a lot of social uh, events. So that's something else I'm invested in. Um, if you want to know really who this girl is, I'm absolutely besotted by animals. So I'm retraining to be a dog trainer. Mm-hmm. Um, I live for learning. Everything I can learn is an absolute delight for me. It's it's a it's a gift to be able to learn and understand something um and my deepest passion is wine it's always going to be wine I love red wine and I could drink it morning noon and night really so uh yeah many people put me up there on the pedestal because through Ayurveda I um managed to get rid of a diagnosis I had been given of polycystic ovarian disease Mm. as well as chronic sciatica and a failing digestive system people often say oh we shouldn't talk to you about maybe I ate pizza or I had a brownie or and I sit there and I say yeah yeah okay it's fine and you usually pick up my glass of wine <laughs> I have a nice big swallow just to put them at ease you know because mm-hmm. um yeah we none of us here are, are um we are not gods or goddesses yet mm-hmm. we're getting there but we still have our little our little vices so that's a small bit about me and, and what I do but obviously the story is a bit longer <laughs> Yes, obviously. But I love that um, your work really includes choices and the lack of deprivation. And I think that's probably why this program spoke so much to you is because, yeah, we use the same kind of mentality that there are no, um, there are no deprived thoughts desires or emotions right there are no um my brain's not working right now um there are no nothing is forbidden yeah nothing is there are no forbidden that's the that's the thing it's it's like having to do with deprivation but there are no forbidden thoughts desires emotions fantasies like nothing that you come up with in your self 
in your thought life, everything, there's nothing that is forbidden. Uh, not, not at all. I'll, right. I will give you a great example in Ayurveda, how we, we don't forbid anything. So um, my doctor is also my teacher. And his teacher had a very unusual experience where one of the priests in the area was dying. And his dying wish was he wanted some fried chicken. Now, in Ayurveda, we are vegetarian. We don't eat meat. We, we, the flesh is something we don't eat. We will take the milk. We will take the eggs um, from chickens. We, we, we don't touch the flesh. So what do we do? Because this is a soul request. Okay, so even though in Ayurveda we don't eat meat, that Ayurvedic doctor still went to his um, Islamic friend and found some really good halal chicken and he fried it himself and he gave it to the dying priest because we find a way. Mm -hmm. Ayurveda is always about finding that which can be. Mm -hmm. And for me, your program was finding that which can be me. Mm. who was really in here mm -hmm. and I had to go through your processes to get there but what what a journey mm. oh my goodness what a journey it, it yeah <laughs> just breathtaking I still can't quite get over it <laughs> well I would love for you to kind of take people through kind of your your version of of the program and just kind of how how it worked for you and why like and you know because I've oh. they've heard sort of me talk about things here and there but then we can kind of fill in the gaps um, absolutely yeah yeah because this is a much more rounded program but actually intensely direct at the same time uh, and I'll explain what I mean by this so in joining the program I understood I was going in to examine uh myself with relationships mm -hmm. in them observing them and the relationship with myself mm -hmm. um, and that was just prior to starting and then when we started it felt very much that this was the course um, and also at the time with my own personal development and and where I was with socializing networking and discovering more about my own sexuality it was a great place to start because mm -hmm. um when you realize something so late in life, you you don't want to seem too hungry for the mm. experience. At the same time, you wonder what you've missed out on all these years. Yeah. <laughs> There's also the imposter syndrome in the back of your head because of all the conditioning you've experienced. So is this a phase? Is this something that that a fad that I'm going through? What well, all these yeah. these expressions that we've become used to over the years? Mm -hmm. By week three something fundamentally had shifted mm. and I was starting to call BS on a lot more than just my relationships it was by week three by week three or four I seem to recall saying to you like like this conditioning mm. is so deep set yeah I started to question everything mm -hmm. I started to question but but and Kareem this is funny because I never really told you about this but I started to question how I hold my fork I started to question really small things, how I brush my hair, um, the way I walk and carry myself. Every part of my life suddenly went under scrutiny. That could feel overwhelming, except that there was an element of joy in doing so. 
because nothing was forbidden. Right. Right? There were no damned thoughts. There were no actions that would completely condemn me. Um, It it was free. The best way I can describe it, it was was like I had been untouched as a three-year-old and left to just go and roam the forests or the jungles Mm. and live by myself until I got used to me. So this this was my this, this the intensity started by week three or four. I was like, who the hell is in here? <laughs> and what does she really have that wasn't given to her? Where mm-hmm. she wasn't told from childhood, you know, no, this is the way to behave. This is the thing to say. We don't say these things. We don't dress this way. Um, I had to look deeply into the relationships I'd had. Mm. to say well what was really me there what was I what 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 acts were I playing out what parts were I playing out but that's what was expected mm-hmm. and what was really me yeah and I realized that for most of my life I haven't been myself well <laughs> <laughs> that changed well. didn't it <laughs> Oh, yeah, because what happened next, if you let this three-year-old Misha just roam around and do her own thing, oh, this this very cute, sassy being came into fruition. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember saying to you, I feel quite rebellious. <laughs> do you, I, I, I got this kind of shift and the fundamental shift that I hadn't noticed was that I had finally sat into my core. Mm. Okay, so I spent all those thousands of euros on my spiritual spiritual path mm-hmm. and learning Ayurveda and actually what keyed me in, and this is where I say, like, you get a lot of lessons in life, but you don't maybe always understand them. Sometimes you get the exam before you get the lesson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it felt like I'd spent all that money and done all that time and I had meditated and I had bought sage and I had smudged the house (laughs) I had had lived a life that was so um some people would say god that's perfect Mm -hmm. I'd done all these things but what keyed in all the work was when I realized that the little voice in the head the little whisperer of you don't really know what you're doing (laughs) Mm. or um that's not the right thing to wear you know, the little the little thing that talks incessantly. Yeah. The words had changed. And I had had no uh, cerebral input. Mm. I hadn't consciously sat down and guided myself to do this. I suddenly sat there and thought, what is she saying now? And the words were like, what if you just enjoy this? <laughs> or, you know, or, or, or just put the short skirt on. It's okay. nothing will happen and a flow entered into a flow state of life entered into my being or I entered into it I'm not sure which way around it actually doesn't matter Mm. because by week six seven eight I wanted to own my sluttiness (laughs) I wanted to step into this being that I had pushed into this shape for so long because I was told this is the shape. This Mm -hmm. is the shape. This is the story you're going to live because this is, look, we all live this life and isn't it wonderful and you can live this life too. 
the good girl. Oh, be the, the proper good girl. girl. And don't get sick and make sure you help mummy. Yeah. Are you going to let mummy do all the housework by herself? Mm-hmm. My God, when I started to play back all the things from over the years that we say to children, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not getting at parents, this is a societal problem. Mm-hmm. So I am talking. Well, there's. And and let's just rephrase, there's nothing wrong with asking your children to help. It's the reason behind it. Like, mm-hmm. good girls do this. Or, you know, if you want to find a husband someday, you need to be able to clean the house and cook and right. things like that. Right. It's those little messages. But if it's like, it instead, like let's clean the house because it feels good and because we like how it makes us feel at the end and we want to be helpful and kind and loving to other people because that's part of who we are and that brings joy to others around us, not Mm -hmm. because it determines your worth and not because it says something about who you are if you do or don't do the thing. And one thing I am really grateful to my mother for was that she never connected my worth with my actions. Okay. And I'm really grateful for that because like she never said good girl or good boy, you know, to like, yeah. she, I remember yeah. her saying like when she heard parents say good boy, when they did something well or did something right, that was a, a an intrinsic value that mm-hmm. they were importing onto that child. Like if you do right now, you're a good boy. Mm-hmm. And she did not want to associate that, which I'm really grateful for because I could have had that to to really mess with me with all my Christian upbringing that was so sure. deep, right? Yeah. Um. So there was a lot of other things. Um. Sexuality was one that I really had to deprogram, right? And mm-hmm. so that's one of the things you're talking about. And because in the program, we could talk about anything and conforming to anything in in life, right? Because there's so many ways that we conform right. in society that we feel like we have to follow those rules in order to be the right person or do the right, right thing or be accepted. Um, yeah. But I like to focus on like, what were we taught about relationships specifically mm-hmm. um, and about sexuality? Like what were the things that we were taught that we don't even realize? And so we really unpack that. And it it really unveils so much more about other things around like you notice all the other things so like what you're saying so so what you wear determines your value is right. what we've been told right so all yeah of a sudden, because if you don't wear the right thing you get judged right oh and like you might be called a, a slut yeah. yeah what does that actually mean and what is sluthood like and what is an ethical slut we talk about that in the program right yeah i mean kind of unpack like Okay, so why is being a slut wrong? What is the programming that tells us it's wrong and why? So then we go and look at history and we look at mm-hmm. what women had to become in order to, for monogamy to to be established, right? And, and it was because women and um, children became property. So this is just one of the things, right? The women and children yeah. became property. And so in order to keep track of who's... Um, who your w- women and children are, it takes one man, you know, to keep to be with multiple women. That's fine. 
because you can keep track of that. But if one woman is with multiple men, you can't keep track of your property. That doesn't really work. So how Mm -hmm. do we control women with staying in this role that one man is okay and many women is okay? Mm -hmm. Well, we shame them in their sexuality and they're not valuable anymore if they give their sexuality away to someone else. They belong only to one person. Yeah. And so if we can shame them and and question have them question their worth that they're only worthy if they are pure and blah 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 <laughs> then yeah. you're going to have conformity and then you can control people and then you've got a society that functions and so there's a lot of reasons why conformity is important to a society to run um without and- conformity you have no control right and we don't realize like the impact that that has deep down. And I think that, you know, I love that you well, were I, like, I, I felt sorry rebellious. To interrupt, but yeah, I, I think that the, the it had to start somewhere. I think where it got really clever is when they realized how many other aspects of life could be controlled this way. Yes. So, um, because this is what I meant by when I said to you, how to look at the deep set, the deep psyche of conditioning. Mm-hmm. That it's it's relationships and relationships with yourself, sexuality. These are things that are very easy to look at in terms of unconditioning. Mm-hmm. Um, going, but what you your program does is it helps to identify every part of you that's conditioned. Yeah, and that's what I didn't expect. That's where your program blew me away. Mm. I went in expecting to examine my relationships. I came out a woman almost ready to take on the world <laughs> with this <laughs> message of stop conforming. Yeah. Just stop. Because we we are very much byproducts of, as you say, this was very much a control thing. So this would have started with um you know, religion and setting up societies. Mm-hmm. Even if they didn't have religion, there would still have needed to be rules, rules. We must have rules. Right. Okay, I get it. You can't really be walking around murdering people. Okay, yeah. I understand there are some things mm-hmm. you have to say that's that's not possible. Mm-hmm. But when we started living in a world where property and things, land became more important than people, mm-hmm. this is when we started started subjugating the people. Yeah. Um, so it it it's every single thing. Your every thought and act. Mm-hmm. When you hit a certain age, starts being shaped, and you suddenly find yourself being squished into this shape. And I remember on the program discussing it with you and and discussing how much energy it takes. You're exhausted trying to be this this being, this creature that they would like for you to be, you know? It's absolutely draining. Day in, day out, questioning yourself, should I say this thing? Yeah, we yeah. almost have this same battle with the, the the woke people who are so politically correct that now you can't say anything for fear oh, of offending yeah. them. So you're constantly checking in your mind, can I say this out loud in public? Do I have to keep it just for my people who get me? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's devastating, the impact on society. Comedians are failing yeah. left, right, and center because they're afraid to say something that will upset these people. Well. When I think that that's what happens, and I think this is really important to point out. So, you know, 
this podcast is called Breaking Free Authentically. Mm. The the course, I renamed it to Breaking Free from Conformity. Mm. And the reason is I authenticity is so key for me. Like you have to conform to who you actually are authentically at your core. If you mm-hmm. ignore who you are, you're just rebelling and going in a different direction and conforming to something new. Right. And I think right. that's what you're talking about. So yeah. the left wing has conformed. It's it's its own bubble now and you have to conform to that or you're not politically correct anymore. But, right? You, you don't fit. <laughs> you cannot have your own opinion. And yeah. It's so interesting. And and that is something that I find problematic in the um, ethical non-monogamy world is um, in the kink and poly world, it tends to maybe go on that spectrum too much because I think they've there's this this place in society that like feminists and and LGBT and all of these groups have had to fight so hard to be noticed and to be represented yeah that i think that that somewhere along the way we've fallen into this trap of like let's make them feel how we felt so that we can be accepted and i feel like i don't want i don't i don't want you to hurt like i hurt in order for you to understand how i feel i want you to know how i feel and i don't want to feel badly anymore. So I'm not going to choose to do the things and conform to the things anymore that make me feel bad. I'm going to be empowered, but I'm not going to shit on you in the process. Yeah, I'm not going to call you names and I'm not going to make you feel bad for all the years that you made bad choices. And I think one of the big, huge releasing things in this cohort, for sure, the biggest takeaway for them right now is that it's not your fault. That right. phrase, it's not your fault. And that is the thing that they are hanging on to. We're in week yeah. going into week four or week five. I can't remember. I gotta look, but we're we're about halfway through the program. Okay. And what they are just grabbing onto is it's not your fault. And I think that this whole feeling of guilt and shame and despair sometimes is because we feel bad for the choices that we've made now that we know better. But the thing is, you didn't know better. And neither did the patriarchy. Right. And neither did the men that were taught from childhood that they were supposed to be this way. So far back. So, so far back. The most illuminating thing for me was to really take blame just totally out of the equation exactly it's not it was not my fault but it was not anyone's fault we don't need to blame that doesn't heal uh, no it's unhelpful <laughs> in the end looking at it i was like okay i could really start riling at, at, yeah. at this that and the other but the important thing is to move on and this is yeah. what the breaking free program really yeah. encourages is is your your growth your development your your self love and it's so similar in in the way that we explain things in Ayurveda because it's everything mm-hmm. is about the self. You are intrinsically beautiful with your own elemental ratio. We don't need, there's no point in telling me what Karen is doing. I don't care about Karen. Right. I really don't give a damn. I'm not interested in what Dan is doing. Dan can do 50 squats uh, every 10 minutes. That's good for Dan. <laughs> it's great. What yeah. works for you, darling? Because you are you. 
Exactly. Um, and my favorite person, and I quote him a lot, but I think it, I'm going to keep saying it until people get used to the concept. If you think about all the things that had to take place, the moment of your inception, if you think about where the stars had to be, where the planets were, the 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 seeds, the tides, what the moon was doing, your parents, the society, none of this ever happened again in mm. that way. Mm. It was a unique moment. Everybody's inception is this unique. Mm -hmm. the, you can't calculate the odds. Yeah. You actually mathematically can't calculate those odds. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm sure somebody out there, some physicists will probably prove me wrong one day, but <laughs> actually really at the moment, we've got to trust how unique we are. So if we're that unique, we, we are not factory workers. You know, we, we're given a hive mentality because it's easier to keep us mm -hmm. all on a level if we're, we're that way. But we're not designed to be on a level. And we're intrinsically uncomfortable with discomfort, right? Like we don't, we aren't taught how to deal with discomfort. Mm -hmm. Like if someone else feels a different way or thinks a different way, we get in this like, our chest this like bubbles up with like this, some sort of panic, yeah. right? Yes. And we don't know what to do with that. And yeah. part of this program is like listening to your body, being aware of what your body is telling you uh -huh. and, and also listening to what your body wants and desires um and and those feelings that happen in your body are are telling you something so we talk about you know kind of finding your people and like if you feel calm inside you are with your people like those are your people and you can be yourself and you don't have to feel that way around everybody and it's okay not to feel calm around right. everyone and yeah. letting go of the need that you know, everybody, it's, we're just so programmed to conform in every single way that we just can't understand breaking away. It's like, oh, that's wrong. That's wrong. I, everybody has to like me or I have to, you know, follow the rules or, or yeah. I'm going to be looked at wrongly. It's like, what does that actually mean? Like who you are inside and what you actually authentically want for yourself and others is more important and if you stay, uh -huh. stay true to yourself you can be kind and loving but if you are never staying true to yourself you get resentful and you get yes. frustrated and you get uptight and and stressed and sick yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know and your yeah. body fights that and your body's always getting you know like its messages get pushed down like they don't matter Right. So this coming from my medical perspective is something that I work with um, and I have worked with so many clients where the body was refusing to cooperate. Mm. Um, when we broke it down, okay, I, physically there was something going on, but when we broke it down, it usually was their mindset. Mm. So usually there was some guilt, shame, or adverse feeling towards the food they were eating, mm. either by telling themselves, this is bad for me. Mm -hmm. And then eating it anyway. So in Ayurveda, the body-mind connection is so strong that if you tell yourself something is bad for you, how the stomach receives it is it's bad for me. Mm. Yeah. And that's what I love about Charlotte's input in all of this, right? And that's why we partnered together because she brings in that beautiful nothing is forbidden, no food is forbidden, right? So in right. the Freedom from Sugar Addiction yeah. Program. Yeah. Exactly. 
Um, so I learned that there's no forbidden foods and what that was so freeing right there because it's mm. like, you're not going to shame yourself if you want to have sugar, if you desire it or whatever, you're going to understand that it's just food. nothing. Yeah. It's it, what there's you nothing inherently it wrong. It right. And your right. mind does so much of the work. And, right. and you were talking about how, um, you just all of a sudden like woke up kind of thing. Like it just like, you didn't have to fight this process along the way. And I just really want to give props to Charlotte, Charlotte Harris, because yeah. she's my partner in this and her part of the, the, um, her contribution to the program. If you yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The, the, the hypnosis and, and the work of the, the subconscious that we do with the hypnosis that she's created for this program is so powerful and it just locks in this awareness and the shifts and they just happen at such a subconscious deep level that it feels like it's just happening without you even realizing it. And the most beautiful thing about it, particularly for anybody out there who, who is still um, living under myths about hypnosis is this is a very gentle and quite lucid process that she takes you through. So it's, it's soft and it's, it's suggestive as opposed to dictatorial. Oh, yeah. So you're still totally in control with whether you want to accept what Charlotte's saying or not. I mean, I don't see why you wouldn't accept what she's saying because it's <laughs> it's it's powerful. It's beautiful, beautiful imagery, right? It's, it's like a meditation. It's relaxing. Yeah. And- it's much more like a meditation than I would say what people typically think of when it comes to hypnosis, particularly the last one. The last one was so impactful that uh, for me it, 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 it shattered any last lingering tiny cellular bit of doubt or anything that was left in the body is 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 gone um I mean yeah I would be a liar if I if I said that you know I don't occasionally get moments of doubt or question myself but it's conditioning it's going to take years and years and years to peel it all away what I can say is your program is the same as as cutting down a tree Mm. so in one fell swoop you took away the bulk of the conditioning that I have been living under and forcing myself to try and fit into the shape of. Mm. Now what I'm doing is I'm stripping the bark and I got to plane it and I got to sand it and I got to make the wood all beautiful. Mm. Because my God, there's the other thing that I, my, my image of myself, um, I was a woman who was rapidly descending into a world where my daily attire was leggings and a t-shirt because, you know, all I was going to do all day was walk the dogs. What was the point of getting dressed? Mm. Now I am up and fixing my hair and I'm wearing my skirts and I'm <laughs> back to, you know, it's kind of like, what, how do I, my boobs look today? Do they sit high today? Or am I going to have them <laughs> swinging and sultry or, you know, I, I'm, and I'm talking to myself like this. I, I'm really looking through my wardrobe and seeing like, okay, how does Misha feel today? What? And it's not what? for others. It's for no, you. No, no, it's for me. It's <laughs> because to do when you else. feel good. You, you just, you walk differently, you stand differently, you see the world differently when you have this internal confidence of who you are. And I love that. Like the premise is that you cannot, the world teaches us that our partners make us whole. And I want to dismantle that myth. Hmm. 
you don't need to find the one to make you whole. You are the one. Mm. You are the one. You are your primary partner. You are whole as yourself. And when you come together with someone else who is also whole, Mm. magic happens. So this idea that you aren't you aren't complete until you find your partner and then can live happily ever after is this myth and we we live small. Yeah. We don't live to our full potential because we no. think that we're not complete that we still need something in order to reach yeah. that that place that and society this the- upholds as you know. Exactly. This is the most exciting part that I, I, I found. And I really relished when you started debunking the myths, mm. when you started going through and saying, OK, you know what? What's a slut? What do you mean mm. by that? Mm-hmm. And if you if you feel once the myths have debunked, been debunked, that you that, that this is something that could be for you, own it. <laughs> OK, this is not a costume. This is not something, this either either comes from within or it doesn't, but don't live by the myths. Don't live by Disney. Yeah. You know, the princess isn't always surrounded by little birdies and seven little men that are going to go around and clean the house for her. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Prince Charming doesn't always turn up in a horse. Mm -hmm. In fact, Prince Charming is not always a prince Mm -hmm. and he's not always charming. And sometimes he's not even male. So, you know, take mm-hmm. all your take all your your beautiful stories that people have told you over and over the years. And when you realize why isn't this happening for you, it's because it's a story. Yeah. And and what you know, often what are those princesses giving up in order to become the princess that they think is this magical thing? Right. Ariel, Ariel gave up her fins. She gave up her right. body to be underwater with her whole family. To have yeah. legs because she thought so, that was better. So she so could be with this prince that she didn't even know yeah. yeah, and live happily ever after, you know? So we don't think of the cost of conforming. Mm. We don't think about what we have to give up of our actual being in order to right. fit in. And that's exactly. what you talk about is like Korean, you gave me back my birthright. Like you yes. got to fit back into your own skin and grow within that skin. And I think that that is just so beautiful and I can see it. And I mean, you're a powerful woman. You were a powerful woman before I met you. And I always was drawn to you and your energy, but now watch out. Like there, there's no stopping you. Like you, you, radiate this energy and magnetism and confidence that you didn't before. And I couldn't have pinpointed that, but now it's obvious that you just have this completely different lease on life and you are free. And I am so excited by that because that is my desire for everyone because I feel so free. And I want mm-hmm. that for everyone. I broke right. free from so much of the programming that I had. You know, I, yeah. I say it as a little joke and, you know, um, Bible school graduate turned playboy enthusiast. But like, you have to understand how huge that is. Like to go from Bible school graduate, yeah, you know, good Christian girl that had all this upbringing and training and, and conforming to playboy enthusiast like the worst of the worst i fit with those people what but this is and the i'm thing. still loving and authentic and 
yeah, I am a warm, you know, almost childlike person. Do you know what I mean? Like I haven't lost my true essence because I've done it authentically. And that's the point is this is the, the, the true value of the program what people are actually going to walk away from, with it from. They will have the tools. The ABC is fantastic. I use it daily, almost mm. minute by minute. Okay, I'm always going through my ABC. I do it backwards. I do CBA, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> the tools are the tools, okay? They walk away with the tools. They walk away from eight weeks of really spending time investing uh, in themselves and 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 enjoying the, the the journey because it's an incredibly enjoyable program. There isn't a part of it where I sat there and thought, Oh, this is this is not really so much for me. Everything was, and that's unusual in a program. Usually, you get to a bit where you feel oh, this is a bit stagnant, or I don't really understand this bit. Well, never that, happens. That's it. That's actually wow for you to say that because it was at your bedtime. <laughs> yeah, I, I know you so were so tired. Each, each, I was so tired, but I was so desperate to to know more, to learn more, because the way it's delivered is so comfortable and comforting hmm. but what actually the value for, for for money the value of of doing the work the value of spending eight weeks with yourself with charlotte's uh hypnosis compounding it all is the return to authenticity hmm. because it's not always easy for people to understand okay what does the authentic self mean yeah what does it feel like who am i we sometimes we're so conditioned we can't even take it in that direction so a little guidance is fantastic and to be released to be free and unfettered and unburdened of this conditioning so you feel the inner child mm-hmm. the whole purpose and this is my feeling okay I don't have this from any guru or spiritual leader or any guide or coach my personal feeling is our lesson of being on earth is sensuality mm-hmm. Okay, we are so disconnected from sensuality. People don't taste their food anymore. They rarely sit even to eat it, never mind taste it. They don't know what the flavor of the liquids are they're drinking. They're walking around without actually feeling the body and the earth connection. Um, They don't touch things. I'm I'm a serial toucher. If I see something I like the look of, I have to touch it. Thank God there are no red buttons in the area because I would have to press all the red (laughs) buttons, you know? Homer Simpson's got nothing on me. I would be, every red button would have to be touched. We don't really see anymore. We don't listen. Mm-hmm. Half the time when I say to people, I say to clients, when you're walking around, just, just notice what the sounds are. What do you mean sounds? You mean the cars? No, I mean the birds and the insects. And What insects? What insects? Where are you? <laughs> be here. Be here. Where are you now? You know, we're so busy rushing, rushing, rushing and playing with the technology. We're not sensory people anymore, but what what is the point of having senses if we're not going to use them? Yeah. And breaking free from conformity gives you, gifts you back your inner child with that delight mm-hmm. and awe of this fantastic playground. This is a playground we're in. Mm-hmm. We just call it a planet. And we just live in houses, but it's a playground. There is so much to go out and do and discover and enjoy and relish and and cherish. And as an adult, Uh, how 
what a gift it is to be able to enjoy it in that way again, because we've been conditioned again that like we have to be responsible and self-sacrifice yeah. and this and this and this. Yeah. And we forget that there's joy in life and there's That's joy right. in living. And each day is just such a blessing and a gift. And we just get in this humdrum. And I just, I just think the people in my life, I just get to be myself and I get to mm. go wake up. You know, when it's been a tough week, I know that when I go and and I'm with my people, I can revel in my who I am, my sexuality. It doesn't mean I'm having sex with everyone. No, I'm just like being <laughs> myself and enjoying who I am and magnetizing and attracting the right kind of people to myself and enjoyable conversations and deep intellectual conversations for me right. or great cuddles you know, because yeah. I draw in the safe people for me, the people who yeah. have the similar mindsets. And it's just, I, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like living your true authentic self and not feeling like you have to conform to the way of the world. And exactly. it doesn't mean that I sit there and I stand on my soapbox and destroy everyone who doesn't fit in my world. No. And that's the thing about the program is, again, it doesn't matter because there's no blame yeah there is no blame it's not anyone's fault yeah so we we really can take this as as our true magic our essence mm -hmm. you know being able to sit in your cool self and just be comfortable not mm -hmm. question it but just be just relish that yeah this is beautiful mm -hmm. this is where I'm at this is me um yeah I, I honestly feel like the the program needs to be taught in schools <laughs> um and I I think we start from five I don't think we wait until they're eight nine ten fifteen sixteen it's because it's not about sexuality it really is about enjoying the self the, yeah. the person you came to be because as I wrote in a post recently um it, it came out as one of my more powerful posts but unintentionally so who are you not to mm -hmm. you came as a gift from God Please use Yahweh or Allah or whichever word suits you. I, I, I do mean consciousness or cosmos, but the the, the all being. The universe, whichever. Right? And we're a part of this magic. Mm -hmm. So not being all that you came to be really is like sticking your two fingers up at, at this great consciousness. Mm -hmm. Like, who are you to do that? Mm -hmm. But if you accept that you are part of this, this magic and majesty, then who are you not to be yourself? And frankly, how dare you? Don't conform. Yeah. Break free. Yeah. The way to Perfectly be. said. Yay. Well, that's a great way to end, Misha. Thank you so much for coming on the show on the show and just talking about this with me because I know that you've just been busting at the seams lately you're like I just have to tell people about this and I was like oh well let's do let's do an episode about it because um it's I, it's hard to explain in just a few words the power of this program and Correct. it's so much deeper than relationships it's so much deeper than your sexuality, but like those are the really big byproducts because of the focus and yeah, yeah. you get to choose intentionally the kinds of relationships that you want, the kinds that suit you. Um, yeah, yeah. You get to 
to not shame your your sexual desires and your wants and fantasies, you get to actually start to embrace them and go, oh, maybe maybe I can live out some of those in an ethical way and not hurt people. You know, I I'm not maybe I'm not a shithead for having those thoughts. You know, oh, there's other people that think like me too. Oh my God, there's a whole community of people that are like me out there. Wow, I didn't know that. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I can tell Kareen anything and she does not judge me, you know, like there's yeah. zero, zero things off limits for Kareen to talk about this like innocent girl that that looks like she wouldn't be comfortable talking about those things. Oh, yeah, it's all it's all fine for me. And like, I'm not uncomfortable. Um, so it's just really, really cool to kind of watch people go through that process. And I'm so glad that you were able to share with us and and help people to really get a little bit of a, more of an inside perspective without me being the one saying it, right? Like it's just, it's, it's cool to hear it from someone else's perspective going through it because I know what my desire is for the end product, sure. right? I know what I've come through. I've no, I know what I've broken free from and I really want that for everyone. And I'm so grateful that Charlotte saw my desire and she also had, um, a method that we could meld our two methods together and um, create something incredible. So thank you, Charlotte. I'm giving you a big shout out. My um, most sincere and heartfelt thanks to Charlotte and uh, to that first cohort. It was the, to date, the best experience of my life. And I look forward to having many more fantastic experiences because I am now free to be authentically me I, I i promise you it's it's the program i spent all those thousands of pounds they weren't wasted wasted you know i i did mm -hmm. enjoy my spiritual path and i have loved every second of ayurveda and myself and ayurveda we have a long relationship we have many miles ahead of us to go but my my most magnificent moment in life at at this point in time is really having finished the program, re realizing who Misha White truly is. Oh, if you could see my smile, everyone, I'm just like beaming from ear to ear because I can see her smile too. And she's just like, she's beaming too. It's like, ah. uh, I love you so much. I really I do. And I'm so glad that I asked you to test this program. I just, there was something in me that knew I had to ask you. And it's just like, I have to ask Misha. And, yeah. uh, I knew the timing was bad for you and everything, but I still, I was like, I have to, and you made it work and it just, it was perfect. It was yeah. perfect timing and everything is just glorious. So Yay. people watching podcasts, if you want to know more about this, get in touch with Kareen, please, <laughs> please encourage all your friends, family, anybody, you know, who could do with a little breaking free from the conformity, encourage them to, to connect because I, I promise you, I promise you, I promise you with all my heart, and I only tell the truth. All the mystics out there will, will tell you the same. I only speak the truth. This is the program. Mm. It's the one. Thank you so much, my love. Mwah. Mwah. Well, as, as I always say, when it comes to sex positivity, authenticity is the key. So go forth and have a great week. Misha, thank you so much for making the time. And I will talk to you soon. I love you from the bottom of my heart. Ciao, ciao, Bella. We'll be in touch. Speak yeah. to you soon. Hasta luego. Oh, 
I am so happy that Misha was available and able to come share that with you guys. I just love her. I love her energy. And honestly, I was so shocked. And I shouldn't have been, but I was so shocked at just the dramatic transformation in her. Someone who values being herself and being authentic and living life to her fullest already. That's what her passions were. And just the fact that she was able to really come back to herself and is now able to truly live authentically without shame and guilt about all the areas of her life. I just think that's amazing. And it just makes everything I have done and worked for worth it to know that um, this work can have that kind of impact. So I really encourage you to go check out the page if you have any questions about this program. If you want to message me and ask any questions, you can totally do that. I would love to talk with you. Book a call with me and we can just discuss what it is that um, you feel trapped by. You know, what are the consequences of conforming and not living your truth? There's severe consequences and we do not realize what they are, but they hugely affect our relationships. They hugely affect our sex lives. They hugely affect our own worthiness and our love for ourselves and our ability to navigate this world with confidence. So I just would love for you to find true freedom and live your life authentically and freely and beautifully and create the relationships that you deserve to live within your own relationships in such an empowered way that you can't imagine living any other way again. So I want that for you. Go check it out. Offers.kareenbedard.com slash BFFC for breaking free from conformity. I can't wait to see you in the program. The next cohort starts first week of September. Do not miss out. I cannot wait to see you. Love you. Thank you for joining us. And I hope you had an amazing time today as much as I did. Thank you for your support. And go rate and review this podcast if you can. That'd be amazing. And go check us out on all the social media platforms and join our Breaking Free Authentically Facebook group. I love you. Have a great week. Bye. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Corrine Bedard Coaching, and you can visit my website at CorrineBedard.com. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to give it a like and share it with your friends. I'd be so grateful if you could help by giving us a five-star review on Podchaser or iTunes. Don't forget to subscribe to our mailing list to be kept up to date about upcoming episodes and exciting news. Just visit our website at breakingfreeauthentically.com 
and scroll down to subscribe. You can also email me anytime. I'd love to hear from you. Send your messages and questions to kareen at kareenbedard.com. Are you a part of my Facebook community yet? Join us in Breaking Free Authentically. It's where you will find this sex-positive relationship community. I'd be thrilled to have you be a part of this community with me. All the links will be in the show notes, so don't forget to check it out. Remember, when it comes to sex positivity, authenticity is the key. Have a great week.